everyone. Thank you, everyone at Gold and and uh, for uh, you know uh, sponsoring and supporting Bit Two, which which completely jolted me into a state of great aliveness and humor and recognition that this was really uh, extraordinary cinema being made by a young and new director. And I was so happy to meet Karishma Dev Dubey and her extraordinary sister who was the cinematographer of the film, Shreya Dev Dubey. And I am delighted to present today, the, I call them the dynamic duo, the sisters, the Dev Dubey sisters, uh, Karishma, the writer and director of Bitu. Welcome, Karishma, and thank you ever so much for this blazing light of Bitu that that shows us so much about the resilience of the human spirit, but also about how you as a director like plumbed right into understanding the beating heart of a rebellious child, a badass chick, uh, something I think you are. And you're, may I also present in that same words, Shreya, your lovely sister, whom I know and I have worked with, lovely cinematographer uh, Shreya Dev Dubey, who shot and produced Bitu with you. And congratulations, really, for not just winning the DGA Award for the Best Student Film, but also now being shortlisted for the Oscar. And I think this is should be your year. But welcome to Bitu, and I'd love to talk about really how you made it, how you thought about it. First, can you make your own introductions, please? and then we'll jump into the making of the film. So please, Karishma, tell us the beginnings. Um, thank you for doing this, Mira. This is so exciting. A year ago, if someone told Shreya and I that this would be happening because of Bitu, <laughs> we would be just like laughing. Uh, you know, it, it was it was a really small film. We kind of made a loan on a mountain somewhere. It really has found a home in so many different places that are so unexpected. And it's kind of amazing that it's come to this point of speaking to you, <laughs> which is amazing. I'll let her introduce herself and talk a little bit. And then I can go into like how this film actually happened. Hi, Mira. <laughs> Hello, Shreya. <laughs> So good to see the both of you because you're in a different country than I am. But yeah, I can't exactly, I can't believe it. We're here and, you know, Bitu's had such an incredible journey so far. And I'm just so glad it's getting so much love because it was made with such like, you know, such a f incredible team, a forceful team on the mountain somewhere. And mm -hmm. I'm just glad it's actually seen by so many people. I just wanted to know, Karishma, whether when you began to make it, and I know it was part of your... A thesis film, correct? At NYU, you were graduating and you had to make a short film, correct? That's right. You know, I actually started writing it in, we had like something called the second year film, which the program is designed around as the first time you can go home and shoot something because the production time is like two, two and a half weeks. So I started writing it around then, but it just wasn't coming together on paper and I knew the character from the very start. I knew the narrative structure I wanted to kind of place her in. But I think it was just like, it was always a little didactic because I was just so angry about this thing that had happened, you know, the, the incident that it's based on, that I wasn't able to like kind of embed the film in a way that felt like was unfolding narratively in a way that I was comfortable with. So I kind of put it away and I made another film, you know, the share produced as well, Devi, in, in Delhi. And then I came back to it when it was my thesis years at NYU and I had like two years to develop it and the possibility of doing it with more resources because I had the time to run a fundraiser and all of that. And then, you know, because I had it for so long and I and I kind of lived with the material and the characters 
became a little bit more familiar and had a little bit more intimacy with how I wanted to talk about this incident and what about it kind of stuck with me. It became a lot more about just the friendship between these two girls. And Shreya and I went to boarding school in India, which was, you know, one of the most foremost institutions of India, but had a lot of like surprising overlaps with this simple government school. And I just, uh, there was a lot of stuff that I had observed or experienced in the classroom culture that just kind of stuck with me and but to just you know her experience became this like medium to detail all of these things that were swimming in my trust so did you begin knowing that you were going to make a portrait of two young girls or did you begin inspired by the terrible incident of you haven't mentioned it but i suppose i could right that that of, yeah of, a real incident of the, the lunches, children's lunches being poisoned by a by a terrible accident that killed several, that all mm-hmm. of India and all of the world was shocked by at the time. So, which was the trigger for you, the the incident and the inhumanity and the injustice of it, or the children? I was just curious. I think it's it's always kind of starts with the character for me and some loose like thematic thing that I'm trying to investigate. It was. The only reason I was like, oh, I could, it was my first film that was I was writing and making that was outside of my lived experience in a sense. And I was nervous, but her character didn't, uh, would always bring me back to the material because it's really who I wanted to explore and kind of bring to life. The incident was very much, a, you know, the genesis of the film, but I think I was just angry at, um, there was just so much media attention that there was too many f- images and too much footage that I had access to in the hospital after the hospital uh, the aftermath of the poisoning you know there were Mm -hmm. riots by the local community because they felt it was mishandled by the authorities so there was like an image of the classroom after like weeks after the poisoning and the kids' stuff was just still lying around in the room I think that image made it to the film as well Mm -hmm. so it was just this anger towards our inability to protect like the most vulnerable part of our societies and that theme just plays into the film in many small ways too before the poisoning itself you know like the opening is with the girls when they're like on the side of the street performing for these men with what was initially like really like promiscuous Bollywood songs but we made it into Bhojpuri songs because actually the songs came from the lives of these girls that we were working with it's just a part of their culture and they love it but they're just unaware of the sexual theme that is like what makes this attractive to adults so it's just the idea of these children kind of wandering unsupervised and the dangers that are in their life that they process and grow up with however small or big you know Uh, most of the times you don't know the interaction your kid is having with the different adults because these kids also grow up with such a strong sense of independence and resilience you know no i was just people are asking many questions so i'm just going to take that as a segue to ask you about the casting process and i i'm sure that in finding the amazing two young actors that you found that i'm sure that that also would impact what they said and how they sang and what you know the curses all that lovely foul-mouthed stuff yeah. uh, did, did did you work with together with them or did you I was curious first about the casting where you found them yeah. and how it impacted the actual story. The girls. Played. I mean, by the time I reached it, like Del- like Delhi, I had like I written the film over two years, so I kind of knew the structure and the script was already a pretty strong draft. Yeah, but story. I was 
you know, it was Shreya's idea to shoot it in the mountains because I wanted to move the narrative away from Bihar and kind of, you know, challenge this assumption that we have of like tough stories coming out of these really specific kind of rural spaces in India. We wanted the girls who we would cast to have an inbuilt relationship already with each other and for us to have a relationship with the place, like the camera and the girls should have a relationship with the place. So Shreya suggested shooting close to Dehradun, which, you know, it's where we both grew up and we just know the place so well that even if we had to like wing it, which we ended up doing a lot of on set, there were like rules and an intimacy that was already inbuilt to the place and with us. So I found this location through my line producer, Vinay Kumar. He was amazing. Like I had been looking in Himachal, I couldn't find any place. And then I was like, maybe Uttarakhand is where I have to do it and it was a little organic farm which we converted into a government school and once I knew we were shooting there I just kind of moved there because very early on in the script I knew I couldn't use professionally trained actors I wanted to make a film with the community where we were shooting it so I if I'm honest I didn't know what to do next so I just started wandering around and going and introducing myself to like the communities and the villages and I had a friend of mine Nirvana Sani who's an actor in Delhi come down and we created like a theater workshop which was just very basic theater exercises and so we would just go and like hold these workshops for kids around the area we did like a bunch of different groups and I went to government schools which didn't really work out because like kids are a little bit more shy there's like a performative element to them when teachers are around so Rani kind of like emerged two weeks into the process I think I just walked into one place 20 minutes away from location and she just like ran out of the little busty and she walks right up to me and she's like, what's up, you want to play? You know, like she knew, like I guess that there's a lot of social workers and stuff that roam around. So she knows like there's these co-curricular activities just going to come up from somewhere. I said, yeah, let's play. So she, she disappeared for like 10 minutes and came back with like 25, 30 more kids. And so she was just like amazing you know like I remember sending Shreya a photo and we just she was visually a little different from from what I had imagined but it was like the first of that lesson yeah it was the first of that lesson of being like I've written the script I know it's it's like kind of inside out but the work then became just making and transferring my fictional world to the lives of these people and who, who this girl was so I just kept going back every day and you know filming them and kind of upping the game for her and she was just right you know working lockstep with me and she was just amazing she was like a little actor extraordinary extraordinary fire spitfire and Shreya did you well you must have been involved with the visual design of the film right from the get-go were you always aware that it was going to be handheld or that it was going to take on the look took or did you also was that also a journey of finding that style i think definitely once i kind of witnessed karishma's workshops and seeing what was happening on the ground with them with the kids and knowing rani and at the same time kind of watching her perform and not being able to kind of being confused about whether she's performing is she playing bitu or rani and the fact that i knew her so well or at least a little bit but still i was confused was an incredible experience and was so inspiring that i said it's important for the audience to have the same kind of confusion mm-hmm. that we cannot have these incredible very real performances and then shoot in a very stylistic advertising kind of very well lit spaces you have to kind of create this confusion of whether it's documentary is is she really 
is it real is it rani is rani bittu or not so that was really incredible and exciting so we really had to create this like bubble of trust where the camera really wasn't something that they looked at and they were really performing for the love of it and enjoying the process you know mm-hmm. so that was i think why it became so you know kind of handheld and we were just um trying possibly everything to get the shot <laughs> you know not disturb the whole mood of what we'd created for them mm-hmm. and then and we didn't have you know it was a, a difficult location and also not many hours so yeah so yeah, it was six good. hours a day right because you were shooting children eight, eight hours a day eight hours uh a day. yeah but six <laughs> hours shooting cuz like yeah sometimes they were you know I, I, like shreya said once and it's so true like the kids and the people there were it was basically a whole cast of first time performers barring saurabh who played the, the teacher but we, they were kind of at the forefront of every decision like camera but also like schedule and where should we shoot and how should we shoot who should be on set there were times when i just I had to leave with the kids because we went over time a little bit, and I just had taken responsibility of these children. So I wanted to be the one picking them up and dropping. And the community trusted you, so you had to kind of drop yeah. parents pick them up. And of course, with the kids came like fifteen adults, you know. <laughs> so it was quite something for four, five of us to be able to handle all that production on the mountains. But we managed and. If that sounds better than you know my film Queen of Katwai, which was with kids from the streets of Katwai, and and we and Disney, who was financing the film, was seriously you know very careful about child labor laws. And when this <laughs> Disney executive would walk on to our set, I knew it was like the Seven Seals, you know, that the the, the the death was coming, <laughs> and I had to get the shot. And he sometimes he would literally lift the child in front of my camera and just take that child home. And it was like that, you know, shooting with children. It's amazing and unbridled, and they they are so when you choose the right kid, as you so much have done. It's it's possible to get that, but you really have to work fast before the yeah. night falls, or before the parent comes, or before it's true, the yeah. sepulchral head comes and takes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but even she worked so fast. By the yeah. second, the lap, the towards the end of the second day of shoot, Rani just kind of picked up like what was happening. She could tell like she could yeah. tell like yeah. I was yeah. nervous about. Yeah, I was nervous about like hard drives because sometimes in the because we in the beginning we were like you know Shreya would just keep rolling because we there was she was so great in front of the camera that I felt like everything should be you know filmed yeah. so we went crazy rolling in the beginning and I would just keep making her do it and then I was like oh we can't do that so we started being a little bit more economical with our takes and she kind of picked up on that too and just would save it for when the camera was rolling and I don't know she was just so astute in that way like it was kind of scary. Yeah, the most intelligent in terms of yeah. You know, I remember in Salam Bombay, which was my first feature, which was also with street kids. How there were day players from Bollywood who would be the tea man or this one or that one, and how the kids would inform the day players, the professional actors, that this was out of continuity, and I have to give you my tea with my left <laughs> hand because in the next scene I am in with my left hand, and they would like look at these, you know, working like working class street children and get all uppity about it, you know. Yeah, But yeah. the kids are the once you have that 
workshop mm. and once you have that indoctrination one and they, they take one day to understand this filmmaking process and then they're completely like your soldiers isn't it yeah. How, they, did they did they often almost introduce you to new scenes or things that you hadn't scripted or seen or thought of yeah absolutely like the The, like for instance the song the bhojpuri song was like they would sometimes not do rehearsals if i didn't play the song for them at the end of the rehearsal and then everyone would just dance together i had never heard these songs before but i listen to it very often now because i like, i totally get the vibe <laughs> so shreya and i were like well there's no way we can't use this song because they just came alive you know when it was their stuff you know so we we incorporated that into the film but also you know once shreya came down and we just started filming her and just hanging out with her showing her films and showing her the making of and in the evening like when her dad would come home and it was time for her to like help out and start you know getting she has four other younger sisters so she was the one who would always build the fire in her house mm. so when shreya was filming her she's like this has to be in the film because i don't even remember anymore uh, what she was doing was instead of building the fire so but um, they would actually get gather anything that was around them to make the fire you know and i just couldn't get over how the 6 year old was so good at it and yeah, like yeah. was so Fearless at it. I said, "This is incredible." And a tiny body would just shake when she would try to cut, you know, break the logs. <laughs> I was like, oh "God, I can't handle this." She's incredible. One of the remarkable things for me in seeing Bitu was how politics came in through the back door. You know, yeah. that in your story, it was Bitu, it was Rani, it was it was um, these kids who who stole your heart with their antics and their mischief, and that shocking for me, that shocking first scene when they're doing the Bhojpuri song number for the men. I, I was, I thought something dark and you know peculiar would happen, but you build this world in a very nuanced way, in the way children are living it, rather than. an imposition on your part but then how very it's also in your casting of the school teacher and the school teacher's son and and also the teacher himself i really liked him and i know him from another film it was also how they how the story and the politics and the extraordinary accident that happened comes comes unwittingly like from behind i loved that about it that suddenly you you think it's one thing but it becomes this enormity of this other thing that afflict yeah. children and 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 the underprivileged everywhere can you speak to us about that i know you had the dramatic structure in your mind but can you speak to us about how both of you actually made these filming choices to have this effect of almost being brought up from underneath somewhere you know yeah. suddenly and beautifully i i for me like writing it it was the biggest challenge because i felt like for a long time it felt like two different films happening at the same time and mm. but it also excited me i guess as a writer to where they meet and stuff uh, in, in the narrative yes i was very sure that i wanted to move away completely from the incident as much as i could it was more like a reimagination than in like an investigative rec- like recreation of it so i got very lucky that the two kids that i found to play it were bihari you know they belong to like a migrant labor laborer community in uttarakhand which is mm-hmm. not the native it's it's like on a from a different part of the country they just come for work and, but this was it was their state in bihar where this poisoning actually took place so the family knew about this thing it hadn't it happened like 3 4 
villages away from them so that was really nice how there was a sense of these kids being like outsiders because that's very much a thing that happens in india like it happened for rani a couple of times when i went to see her at her school it was really weird because it was like our film was playing out in front of us you know they would be standing in assembly before the school breaks up and they're like tomorrow all the kids are going to come and do do their math homework and we're going to do the national anthem before this and then and tomorrow rani who has to wash her face otherwise she's not going to be allowed to sit in the class like there was actually happening but the scene <laughs> was already written and rani would just like smile with like one ponytail here and the other one over here but she would just like she didn't care she just loved yeah. to come to school she loved to learn you know she was uh, so much like bitu but so much also like like sharper in the classroom <laughs> it was really helpful to then cast the rest of the world with like local people like all pahadi people mm-hmm. like uh, so there was a sense of like inherent like like a power dynamic uh, mm-hmm. that was already there where like they teach which also happens in different ways even within the faculty between the principal and the cook also because that was something i preserved from the real incident because mm-hmm. the cook had actually brought it to the principal's attention saying yeah. you know something's funky with the food and she just didn't have the conversation because it was like i think it was coming from a place of ego or, you know with authoritative figures is always this i don't know like it's like a one way street kind of conversation like i've just said my piece and you can't speak anymore which is what was not just like bitu was not the only victim of that kind of systemic negligence it was also the teacher it was also the cook uh, it was also the boy the son who was a shopkeeper you know who just never had the, like he was just too shy and kind of uh, reticent to speak up you know against his like dominant mother and like these small like human things that happen everywhere exactly. somehow culminated in this horrible careless mistake exactly uh, there is a wonderful question come in uh, can you please explain the creative choice of going handheld on camera so shreya this one is for you and i it would be interesting to know whether there were, if you had any other way that you were thinking or that it was always going to be handheld right from the get go we had uh, i think like i spoke about it a little earlier it mm-hmm. was just it was the easiest to be able to not mm-hmm. kind of lot of marks to the children and let them flow easily so i would have to have like to be free with the camera as well but otherwise uh, we shot a, a few images on on the tripod and like you know but otherwise not really i think it kind of we just flew flew with it really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean i remember i remember there were times when she i just wanted to get close and sometimes we'd be like but aren't we too close which like but we want to be with them we want to be which was like one rule that we preserved and kind of found just working with each other which was like i think shreya's instinct to stay present and keep rolling and stay close where you feel like you're almost with yeah. them all the time yeah i think that really that really affects the intimacy people think they have with the kids when they watch have the, have the children seen the film the children who are in the film they have but like in so they don't really have like electricity where they live so i played it for them on the phone on my own laptop and uh, they only want to see the spots with the music and the parts in the classroom especially because you know i i kind of rehearsed and worked with the other kids in the class separately but i taught them the same game so it was really nice like vibe when the when the two bunch of kids came together on our side and kind of found like a new community in each other so they like to see their friends they haven't seen since sad sure. and they like to see them dancing <laughs> i mean also like you know her whole communities in the film like everyone in the wedding procession are like rani's chachi chacha cousins mom they know mom is in it they're all in it like 
somebody is asking if they are curious if the children and the community have are aware of the incredible response of the film and the impact of the film that it has had around the world. Do they know? I think like well it's it's tricky I think like the kids don't know that much and I I I kind of prefer that I spoke to her dad a little bit and I said you should just know that it's blowing up a little bit and her everyone recognizes her face and uh, you know and he seems like really chilled out he's like yeah people keep calling me at night and saying are you Rani's father I said how are they getting your number I don't understand but he's proud you know the parents are very proud and they 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 can't you know they I don't think they understand the scope of it like the girls keep asking i keep trying to explain what an oscar shortlisted film means or even with the student academy where i was like tumko sabse bada inaam mila like it's the biggest award you've got and they just don't get it which is you know kind of lovely in its own way but the the parents are very proud and they feel like it's it's their film too you know so so i i've, I've explained them the the levels we are kind of Add and on the fifteenth, the list is going to come out. So they're like doing their own little pujas and stuff at home. <laughs> <laughs> and and have you plugged in the film uh, to create a social impact uh, across India? You know, in terms of just environmental awareness and and you know things like. That. Have you? Is it is it being used in that way in distribution? Well, we're waiting for to, when we actually put the film out officially. We really want to give it to the NGOs who are lobbying around the midday meal scheme, and you know, for the most part, the program is really good. It's the biggest food program in the world. I when I was researching, there were a lot of people who I met who were like wonderful and working very hard to create the safe space for these kids mm-hmm. for nothing in return. But then there's, I think, a lack of like an inherent accountability in the design of it. So there are a lot of NGOs who are lobbying, and I'm not like. an activist you know but i and i can recognize that there are people who are already dealing with it that could actually use the film as a tool to spread that awareness so once we do distribute it it's really my aim is to just give it to them and use it as any way they like and you know even just within academic circles and stuff because a lot of my intention in like writing it in a certain way was also like you know this like norm like the violence that we are kind of used to just like scrolling through our phones sometimes gets reduced to like figures or sometimes yeah. the way a journalist puts a camera during if you just like place a camera and you look at the people this has happened to or t- they just take it into the hospital to you know these people look expressionless and helpless so there's a sense of this like facelessness of like masses that are like mm-hmm. uh, suffering things like this so i kind of just wanted to make them into specific people without glorifying them or mm-hmm. villainizing them and i think uh, you know that i think the film has succeeded in that a little bit at least so we we really just wanted to be used for you know so that you know people just don't forget about it it's happened since we made the film to poisoning sources yeah i mean it would be i i was when i saw the film i thought how extraordinary it would be if we could show bit to before seeing a feature when when the i know that the auditoriums have opened and cinemas have opening are slowly opening in india but they will soon open yeah extraordinary film to and it's short enough to be seen before a feature that could be yeah that would be great. you know it home in a certain way and and i hope I the government you know sees it because it can uh, really, me too yeah it can really be useful in waking people up 
it's it's very rare you know to see a film that you know captures you in the way bitu does uh, feels extremely real and yet as as a filmmaker it i understand it's also cinema that is constructing this reality you know in a very electric way but also it brings about change you know if you see it and if you wake up to it so that's what i love about about what you've done and and uh, i'm so pleased that you know at least the award business world has woken up <laughs> to recognizing it you know because it's yeah. and it gives me such pleasure when i'm a member of the voting member of the academy when i open up my academy app and i see bitu literally little rani <laughs> next to tilda swinton and next to so <laughs> and next to almodovar and all of them it's uh, it's just so deserving of that play, of that attention because it's a it's a wake up call in the most charming electrifying kind of way thanks to this lovely rani and and how both of you and all of you have you know made it feel so incredibly real and so incredibly it, do, it doesn't lecture me it, it just takes me in and that's a beautiful thing and 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 know how tough it is to do that yeah. um, and, and we have another question is what was the hardest part of making this film and the favorite memory on set it was really hard <laughs> like I, I, there was the first two days the it first day when we like we asked the kids to like do the take and i had like tried to not rehearse the scenes with them as much yeah. as i could like there were lines that they knew by heart but i didn't want to block everything out because i was taking the life out of it yeah. and the first two takes shall just look back at me and we both was just like like scared how are we going to do it how are we going to make it sizzle <laughs> yeah and then I think then slowly like organically we just realized that the strength the thing was that we knew the material really well we had so much time with it and we we had I had my own shortlist Shreya did a, uh, her own shortlist we worked really hard to marry them but so we knew like the rules we wanted to follow visually but really on set we realized we can't keep going back to a shortlist we just have to work in relation to the kids yeah. so I think it was like a very organic process of realizing that I just the strength of that situation also was like I had to just take as much advantage as I could of this relationship I already had with them like you know sometimes they would just do it for me actually they were my biggest allies on set so I just had to be really close to them to be like you're just doing it for me like we've done this 100 times and so I had a lot more like I gave Shreya a lot more responsibility than I think in like it happened to it happened like i don't think i would have relied on any other cinematographer in that way because sometimes we just i just had her to take care of covering the scene i had to keep staying with the kids in front of the camera and then kind of making it happen so that was very unconventional for me at least like i didn't have access to the monitor in in like as much as i would have liked to you know what i mean so mm-hmm. that was hard and weird but Rani was the best part you know she had a very specific relationship and chemistry with each person on set you know our producer Mary Evangelista they didn't even know how to speak in hindi but Rani and Mary would just have their own vibe and Shreya and Rani had like a very different you know relationship with each other like Shreya would be in a easy rig all the time you know with the <laughs> on her back and Rani would just be like hey Nagraj Nagraj like it's just like you know calling her with her own pet name they had like their own chemistry so it was important to like tune the noise out and just 
like there was something quite interesting that the first few hours i remember when of course we'd got like five six you know light boys from delhi and there was like a, a different kind of a, you know set of group of people but they couldn't understand because the production designer the director actor everyone was on their fours crawling around trying to pick up the kids the kids hold so they were like what kind of a set is this? like what is going on like there was no formalities initially because we like we couldn't really follow normal kind of rules and formats of being able to actually get some magic on the screen so it was quite lovely to see everyone having a great time i mean remember when those image some of the behind the scenes images i think are really incredible and quite refreshing to see everyone crawling on top of each other you know <laughs> like just It was really, yeah. Did you know it's just great to work with Shreya because we hadn't even had the time to realize that we were making a movie together. So to you know have someone like like I feel like we're very close but also like in that way we were so it was such a new dynamic between us that at the time we didn't have the time to process it but when things were really working and we would just look and smile at each other it was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> and you you the one uh, the, the favorite memory can, can you share something with us in terms of the children what they might have done when you finished shooting and you were suddenly you know it's such an adrenaline rush when one is shooting especially for the children and when you're gone did they how how was that separation it, it was very difficult for me with uh, the kids yeah. i've worked with in several films yeah i remember the last scene the last scene was hard because it was the last scene in the film and we were running against the light and the younger girl was just tired you know she didn't want to place she didn't want to be still <laughs> in front of the camera and we really needed her to for the shot that we decided and so Shreya and I were like trying to we redesigned the shot a little bit and then, and then we were just like didn't even tell Rani really but I think she understood that we re- we're reworking the shot and you basically have to do this whole thing by yourself so she just and I was a little panicky I'm not going to lie. So I started like losing my temper and I was like all oh, because I thought like shit I'm not going to get the last scene it's not going to happen. And mm-hmm. Rani just kind of picked up on it and just would do it over and over again and it was like literally I think the last shot of the set where she walked away and threw the putty across and yeah. she just has this look on her face you know with like we had one single light on her and we just knew we got it you know that was a, that was a really good moment but it was i i have a very i think of the wedding procession scene with like a lot of fondness because these mm-hmm. i spent two and a half months with these people and their community they've been so generous and we just got to like play our favorite song and dance like like it was a wedding you know yeah, <laughs> for like 45 minutes and uh, it was really nice i went back the next day before leaving and like spend the afternoon with them and we all cried it felt like you know what i like it felt like i was getting married and being sent off to someone's house and i had like people coming behind the car it was really tough i i haven't seen them since i made the film none neither of us have it so it's really uh, you know i miss you must you must return and with a portable you know for a screen and really yeah. have a big community screening it would be yeah. very important and, and extraordinary just one last question did uh, did was anyone like an editor looking at the footage while you were shooting it or you you really shot and then went back to a city and started editing yes yeah, so shreya would look at it <laughs> i just was <laughs> what we were getting what not what was i was actually it was nice to look at the rushes at night to be able to actually see what we can fix the next day or what we need more because we only had the equipment uh, for 6 days we couldn't afford it for the 7th day so we had to get it 
you know, the last shoot that Karishma was talking about, there was no chance to come back and shoot it the next day. I mean, I remember. So that stress was definitely there, but it was incredible to be able to do that and have the luxury of watching it and staying in the same room and looking at it once in a while together. So, so that's great. Yeah. That's the new age, you know, digital age, where yeah. you can do that. In my yeah. day, when we started, there was nothing like that. So you really had to make sure without seeing anything, yeah. you know, and that's a, that's a tightrope that, uh, yeah. especially with kids, you have no idea uh, whether a shot sometimes is useful or not. And suddenly, well, suddenly you have gold in your hands. So it's, it's wonderful. Yeah. So do you have any advice for young filmmakers and how to show your own voice in your films? To, to, to you, I suppose. I mean, I take all my advice from Shreya, so she can take this one. <laughs> Come on, Shreya, speak wisdom. <laughs> no, I'm just working at it, you know, I suppose. We just have to yeah. keep doing it and not be scared to fail because that'll just be helpful once you fail and just keep at it, really. Yeah. I mean, I always say that filmmaking is a disease and either you're sick or you're not. So yeah. if you are sick, you have to realize that this is what you want to do and it's extremely stuff uh, tough you know you have to take a lot of uh, and right it never gets actually any easier uh, i'm just you know still struggling about you know with what i'm doing with the next thing and trying to make it as best best as i can and afford it and whatever it is so it, you have to choose i mean in a way it's you uh, film, you have to choose uh, or filmmaking, I was going to say, has to choose you to take the stamina, to take the uh, rejection and to take the and to really, I think, feel the joy when you've made something and when you've, you know, really captured people's lives as really Karishma and Shreya, both of you have with Bitu. So I commend you uh, for capturing that and, and for bringing it to the world. And and for bringing also this this extraordinary high and low, this this extraordinary danger ser seriously, that so many who don't have as much as we do, uh, that they have to face in the simple act of going to school, you know. Yeah. And uh, one more question: I was really fond of the character portrayed by the teacher. It felt really personal and delicate. Was there a thought behind it? I mean. There is, but also uh, to talk a little about the actor who who played him so beautifully. Yeah, sort of. Saraswati was amazing. I was like, I knew it was he was you know after Bitu was like my favorite character in the film because I had written him in a very like you know what was on paper felt a little bit more less dense than what how much I had already put into him in my mind because he was just like for me like this like very young teacher who had come into the system of education with a lot of like uh heart and like with the right intentions and was just jaded by the system as well and had just you know was always trying to do the best for these kids but he was also limited by his own experiences in a sense mm -hmm. and I, I i couldn't find anyone who fit it like in in with that kind of heart and sensitivity and Shreya mentioned Saurabh and I watched a bit of his work and I I had like one conversation with him and he was just like lovely and he came on set we didn't have the luxury of doing too many rehearsals like he came and played with the kids a bunch and all of that stuff but he was just so like he kind of like dwarfed his energy also in a sense that he was at the same playing level field as all these first time performers, but also like silently leading them through scenes and talking to them offset. He had a lot of his own. He made his lines completely his own. 
you know, I just kind of told him that this is what I really want with each line and we would like go and break down the script. But he really was, he made his words his own. Like, you know, at some point when he comes into the kitchen to speak to her and like demand an apology and he's like, Jhansi ki Rani. And that was like, his call. it was like something else, like bit to something else. But yeah. he, he kind of like, and it also kind of got like this reaction in her that she was also reacting to her own name. So it was so many things like that where he was just so beautiful to direct, you know. Uh, I had such fun with him. And Shreya and him also obviously had worked together. So I feel like the way the camera looks at him is also so, with so much affection because he's just, he's like was the only real adult, like an authoritative figure in Rani's life that she was willing to learn from. Kind of already who we could have also to some degree let them let him be, you know, and find his own space with him because there was so much going on. So definitely they needed somebody who was a part of the team, really, instead yeah, of, yeah. you know, the act. And that was really helpful because he almost felt like he was very much a part of the crew at times. You know, he would give his hand to possibly anything that we needed. So that was amazing to be able very, to have that. The Bolly Spice magazine asks that the final shot with Rani, uh, one in which she holds her friend's hand, and then the anger and devastation on the road. How did you get her to that space? You've asked, you've answered it in part. They would love to know. You know, like, I think the best I could do at a point was just like, it just lives inside Rani. Like I've seen her be very angry when she's misunderstood or when she thinks she's been wronged or not being heard in a room. It's just like, she's got such an expressive face that it just is so present in her already, you know? So I realized like the best I could do on set was just keep referencing back to these incidents or people in her life that make her feel like that and be like, you remember when he said that to you or like when you felt like that way? And by that, because it was like the very last moment we shot that scene, the last scene, we had already had six days of filming behind us. We had gotten to this point where I used to be like, when it was time to roll, I would look at it and be like, Rani, where's Bitu? And she would like change. Like, oh, that's too much. 30% low. And she would like bring it 30% low. I said, it's too low. Bring it a little back. She, she was like totally in sync, you know. She did it. We made her do that swinging thing a couple of times. And it was all in one day. You know, we couldn't break up that. So it's kind of moody. Yeah. Suddenly you go very daylight space into this like one headlight of a car and it's at night and it kind of becomes moody so that really lifted the yeah. mood as well to the scene yeah so. but she she knew she also had the thing of like between takes if I said that was too angry or a little bit more or just like don't be angry just be, wait and wait for a reaction there was nothing happening on yes. the other side of the camera <laughs> but she was just pull it from somewhere and portray it beautifully you know we didn't like I didn't talk about death and I didn't really have to explain now your your friend is lying dead on the floor and you're looking for help. She just knew these feelings of anger and loss and like demanding attention in a room, like kind of demanding to be heard. So those are things all that she's lived more than I have, to be honest. Rani takes care of her siblings. I mean, she has like one three-year-old, two-year-old you know, like, I mean, the amount of experience a six-year-old gathers, you know, with all these emotions, I mean, it's incredible to be able to see that. So to be able to utilize and how she could pull off what feeling from where, you know, I think yeah. a lot of that work was done before we even arrived on that hill, you know. So it's yeah. just lucky we found each other. Yeah. So that was great. 
Did you know when you saw her, Karishma, that this was it? That that it was going to be? Yeah, running? I was just so. I called up Shreya and I was like, I don't know how this happened, but this kid that I wrote in in New York is just sitting over here, twenty minutes away from location, and also is so much more than I had written. Like that's this. I think the the strength of the film is when Rani is just being herself, yeah. and it's not when she's speaking the lines that we wrote. It's not. when she's doing anything that i wrote in the film is really when she's the expressions in between objectives that she knew she had to hit it's just all her like and i keep trying to make her understand she's changed all our lives you know like i don't know if that many people has ever have ever seen my work before and she is she's completely yeah strength and like you know responsible for that and it's only the beginning <laughs> she well you know everyone is so interested there are more questions coming in and the next one is how much of what you shot made it into the film and were there parts that you didn't expect to include that made it into the film yeah i i actually cut a lot uh, there were some really nice moments that i between the teacher and bitu that i had to kind of get rid of shreya and my favorite character the shopkeeper had his little moment that we had to let go i fought for it so hard where he's like he's like a, you know he's like a good guy running the store and like in seemingly in the on the edge of the world but he's more interested in his youtube channel that he records on the weekend and, and you know we just let him kind of riff with sora when he <laughs> I just said he just like started singing the song that that he was recording. He's like, yeah, you know, my weekend was really good, and I worked on this, and I went into Delhi, and I recorded the song. And you have you heard the song? The song goes like this, and he started singing like a Kumar Sanu song, and we just love that moment. But we had to let go of a lot of our a lot of our babies. But why let go? I mean, for your own sense of dramatic structure, or was there yeah. a was there a rule that you had to make it twelve minutes or whatever? Uh, did you have yeah. a I tried to cut it to like a length for a long time and then I was like this is just not the kind of film I can adhere to like a limitation of time. It was more like I think when I was editing it I was like man I I think this is the last feature I could I mean short I can make cuz the problem with it was like the first 5 minutes were breathing like a feature and it was just taking too long to get into it. and it just wouldn't work in terms of the escalation that i was comfortable with on paper you know so mm-hmm. like any editing process so i for the first couple of months i just cut it and i had a lot of help from my co-editor colin elliot who at this point like i couldn't deal with the material and he did a beautiful job of just taking it off my hands and you know he he it doesn't even speak hindi but like fell in love with the kids in the same way and really found the moments i basically refined for the rest of the month you know and so we found a structure where we felt like okay so now this is what it should be without all the fat and uh, yeah. this is what is actually working in terms of pauses and momentum and stuff and then it was all about like fixes you know how to make this yeah. version better for the next 6 months there's a question if the, if the script changed significantly over the course of production or did you stick religiously is the word uh, to the final draft i think you've answered this in terms of the um, that it was structurally written but then improvised uh, in several ways yeah. when you met the characters but speak on this thank you i mean i i it didn't change that much on set but it changed a lot when i was started working with the kids the two months before shoot because i would just come back and keep changing 
putting just making it a little bit more specific to who they were I, I rewrote some lines because like I knew Rani now I knew like the little girl Reno who played Chand was very young like five almost six when we started filming with her and she she wasn't in school at the time so she was like lacking in a lot of social skills that Rani already had you know because she was like already used to interacting with other kids like in the script Chand was supposed to be just better at English too you know and like you know doing like there was a scene where they're like enacting like very inenlightened kind of dialogue scene like you know why didn't you have the apricot cake and stuff like that which really looked nice on paper because a lot of government schools do that it's like we are cake like anglicized english that they're teaching these kids that this like of no use in their world so chan had this whole dialogue scene in front of the classroom where she was like dad why did you go to the mountain and so that she just couldn't learn so we just had to i just had to like i filmed it but it didn't make it into the it didn't make it into the cut and then the stuff looked, like you know the look did yeah and then like you know i knew i always wanted to end with like a sense of admiration and hope with this kid i didn't want to end with that image of the bodies so i did but i didn't know what the scene was going to be and this was just like the thing where she's swinging something in the end was something like rani and her friends used to do they would just take plastic bags and tie like a flashlight stone at the end of it and just swing it uh, because it made this like formidable sound and then they would just like hit cars and people on the street with it so incorporate that incorporated that in, into the into the into the film. so there were a lot of specificities but for the most part it stayed the same life is sometimes infinitely more powerful and funnier than fiction <laughs> is there anything that we might have missed uh, karishma that you want to bring to the fore with this oh i mean just that i am so happy and proud this film is doing so well and i just wish i could bring everyone who's responsible for every bit of work in each frame i can't but there's so many people who are, who've made this film with me like mm-hmm. i can't take the responsibility by myself especially shreya and mary you know it's been i don't know and of course rani like i feel like the worst part about it is that we haven't been able to celebrate together yeah, <laughs> yeah and then also just thank you mira this is just bizarre and amazing yeah. <laughs> speaking it's, to it's, us about this film it's it's wonderful to see it and it of course brings to my mind so much of you know salam bombay and how i began very similarly uh, from uh, that region and and somehow have continued with queen of katwe and other films but always this it it sort of it sort of set up in me this thing that i didn't realize would become my style which is working with real folks you know working with real people facing the camera you might have a few actors with them but uh, creating a world that feels so rooted in where it is and yet it's you know a structured script and screenplay and and that alchemy that you have really created in making a story that is so important as well but also so charming and funny and original you know because rani is and you know she brings gives us so much is just commendable so i thank you both and i hope and know that you will be doing beautiful things later on may the may the oscar come to you but even if it doesn't the cinema the film has come and then the film is really what matters and i really really congratulate both of you uh, and thank you for the journey ahead thank you thank you, thank you.